Welcome to Now's the Time, the MWBA podcast. The MWBA is first of its kind celebration of women in sport in Atlantic Canada and the entire country. Tipping off this spring, female basketball players over 19 will fill rosters within six teams based out of New Brunswick and Nova Scotia. The league will provide a valuable new space for elite athletes to pursue their basketball dreams at a competitive level and propel players, coaches, officials, minor officials, and team executives into the future. Teams participating in the inaugural 2022 season include the Moncton Mystics, Port City Fog, Fredericton Freeze, Halifax Thunder, Halifax Hornets, and the Windsor Edge. Welcome to the pod. (laughs) All right, Hales are back with episode number two of the MWBA podcast, Now's the Time. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. And who do we have in the studio with us today? We have Jasmine Parent. Warm welcome to Jasmine. Um, she is a current Halifax Hornets player, an Acadia basketball alumni, an MWBA Player Association coordinator, an entrepreneur, social worker, mom of three, you name it, Jasmine's got it. Welcome to the show, Jazz. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, so like Haley said, I'm a former social worker, previously employed with the NSHA, Nova Scotia Health Authority, uh, in 2019. Left that role, decided to (laughs) crazily jump out on a whim and become an entrepreneur um, as a mom of two at the time. That was a little bit frightening, but it was what I wanted to do. So completely switched gears, became a personal trainer, nutrition coach, um, health and fitness coach overall, and started doing supporting folks online. So kind of taking my love for social work and helping others, but also my love for being active and fitness and the role that that can play in your life physically and mentally as well and kind of putting it all together. And now I get to coach folks online and it's kind of awesome, to be honest. Yeah. So exciting. (laughs) I love everything that you do. (laughs) Thanks. I guess with all that on the go, what did it mean to you when you heard about the MWBA and like wanting to get involved with it, but already having so much on the go like what was kind of your drive to get involved with it as a player and then also a part of just the league and the board as well yeah so Tasia and I have been friends for a, a long time since our high school days she played at QEH and QEH doesn't even exist anymore as a high school so we had quite a rivalry at Horton High and QEH so we know each other from there and provincial teams and she had reached out to me I actually just went back and looked at my old emails was trying to figure out when I first heard of the MWBA and it was at the very beginning of 2021 and her and I were texting and we she was talking about the league and I said well if there's anything I can do to help I I don't know what it'll be if I'll play if what I'll do but let me know I'd love to be a part of it and it wasn't it was a real offer but within literally two seconds she texts back and said okay cool we're looking for somebody Uh, I think you'd be great in this role to support the players in terms of kind of as a leader and a voice for them and that someone that the players can go to if they have any concerns And I said, sure. And she said, "Okay, we don't know what we'll call it, but I'm going to put your name down and we'll figure it out as we go. And myself, I'm physically in a much better position to play than I was even at university. Um, Like I said, I switched gears, became a personal trainer, um, really focused on my health. And I thought, you know what, I could do this. I hadn't been playing any basketball, just kind of pick up here and there very infrequently. And right as soon as I heard about it, I just got on the hunt for open gyms, scrims, things like that, just to kind of see, 
am I going to be able to do this? Is my body ready to do this? Because I do, you know, I teach strength training and HIIT workouts, which as you guys know, is very different than getting up and down. The only way to really train for basketball conditioning is to play basketball, right? To really feel it 100%. So I got out and played and I felt better than I'd ever felt even at the peak of my career. And I thought, you know what, I could do this. So I just kind of put that in the back of my mind. And I'd really for a long time been struggling to find that piece of my life that had been missing, right? That, you know, you guys know, right? Leaving and trying to every day, your basketball practices, games every single day, and then it's just gone. And for years, since 2012, since I graduated, I'd been trying to find things to replace that. And things have helped a little bit, but nothing really ever has gotten me as excited as basketball and being a part of a real team. So I said, I don't know what I'll do. I got to get my knee a little bit stronger. I got to figure this out, but I'm going to play. I am going to play. And in that week, I actually sent an email to Mark Forward, who is the owner of the Hornets. And I just said, hey, Mark, I know you probably don't even know what's up yet, like fully for the team, but I just want you to know that I want to play for you and just put my name out there. And that's why I actually was trying to figure out when I heard of it, because I went back to look to see when was that. And that was February 2021. I sent Mark that email and here we are. Yeah. I remember talking to you in the the King's yes. gym. We had the scrim. <laughs> yes. Oh my and gosh, you had, yes. were telling me that you were like starting to get onto the border. Yes. This must have been like two years ago yeah. or two and a half years ago. And I just remember because I was looking for an internship at the time and mm-hmm. you were like, this would be an awesome yes. spot to do it. Oh, yeah. I so I d- it didn't that. end up working out that way, but it was awesome that through my company USC, like we still got right. to work with the league. Some so kind it, was, of partnership. it was perfect. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I just remember that. talking about yeah. you. And then it's the cool to see how now, like from that point when it was still just kind of like a conversation and this idea to like having played last yeah. night in front and of how a full awesome it is. I was yeah, I just saw some highlights from the game last night, and when we were watching, couldn't see the crowd. You could just kind of right. see the court. But I just saw the crowd and it was showing a highlight of you nailing a three and <laughs> the crowd, it was full. It was basically Which I'm not full. shocked, but still every time, right, I see it, I'm just so excited about it, right? It's like high level and people are excited and people want to get back in the gym watching, playing and what a better, you know, there's no better way, I think, in terms of sport to see women playing at such a high caliber and it's just one of those things that you've, we've been talking about it for so long and now that it's here and for it to be, you know, knock on wood, for it to be going so smoothly and for it to be so amazing. It's so exciting. It is crazy, too, because like the marketing of the league is so good. Like, it's, it's awesome. Like, <laughs> I heard an ad. I was literally driving through Wolfville and it was like, come support your Windsor Edge at Halifax yes. and play yeah. in Halifax, whatever. And I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, literally, they're advertising this through the province and trying it. to get everyone out. Yeah. And I believe the game last night in New Brunswick was also completely yes. sold yep. out. I saw the stands there. I think the gym even had, I think maybe even had maybe more capacity maybe or more, maybe it yeah. looked like it. I don't know, but it was full. Literally like shoulder full. to shoulder folks in the and stands. And I think with the, the broadcast too, like having that on board for the, the initial tournament weekend and then for the yes. game last night, like it allows us to extend the MWBA reach so much yeah. further. Like we have friends like watching in Italy or mm-hmm. like across the world or in the States and stuff. And like, yeah, yeah, it's just really growing the brand rather than just having it 
right kind of like you got to show up to the gym yeah so I think having that broadcast component is big time and it's been great broadcast right I mean we know we've all seen U Sport finals AUS finals that are just a camera set up there's no audio there's no (laughs) score showing no nothing and hopefully they'll take some you know take some stuff away from this and realize you know there's such a benefit to that people want to watch games but they also want it to be you know clear and concise and you know we want to hear announcers and see the score and the time and things like that and it makes such a difference and I've got friends in the U.S. who are my followers on Instagram or people that I connect with who are, where's the link to your game? And they're watching from Florida and from, you know, Texas and different places. So it's pretty, it's exciting. That's yeah. sweet. Yeah. That's so cool. Something I also noticed about, I'm going to talk about you for a second, Haley. But at the game last night, something I feel like I had missed when I played or like back when we played that there wasn't as much like emotion and like almost like swagger to the game I guess a little bit and I did never like felt that as much as I played and now when I watch like NCAA and stuff like I see girls and they're like yeah "Yeah," and like screaming and like on the court and like showing emotion and like being hyped up about it and there was a play that you had last night after hitting a three and then you got fouled and I just like looked at you and you were so hyped and it was like (laughs) something that I've been seeing like in through social media with like girls playing now and I was like oh I wish like when I played like people like showed that much on the court and so like when I saw you do that last night I was like this is bomb like this is pumped up this is exciting like this is getting the crowd engaged this is what we want to market this is and I think that stems from confidence right and women having not so much the confidence but also I don't want to say permission because that's not the right word at all we don't need permission but feeling that you know we make a you know really great play and we scream we get pumped up we're not going to get teed up or someone's not going to look at us and say like oh that's inappropriate because as we know when men do that that's that's cheered for right people cheer for that and that's exciting right so I think there's so much more one there's there's starting to become more support for women's sport so you know when you feel supported you feel more confident right and you can be your true self if I get and one I'm hype right I'm so hype I don't want to have to contain my emotion I want to let that emotion show and I think that's so fantastic that and of course we're older too right you feel the older you get I think we all know you get more confident in your own skin right so we're at a point where we know who we are we're proud to be who we are hopefully or learning to feel that way about ourselves as women and can just show our true emotions and how great for the young girls watching that like I hope I go to you know like a mini game right and I see you know the girls getting hyped for each other and because you know sometimes I think we confuse that kind of emotion with being disrespectful and it's not disrespectful at all or even cocky right or cocky right and again for women to be cocky or women to be confident that's seen as a negative thing versus on the other side with men that that's just seen as oh they just you know they know they're a good player it's okay if we know we're good players too yeah because <laughs> we are and that's Definitely. okay to celebrate and I think that that's so great that that's starting to come about we were just talking about that in practice actually and for young women to be seeing that and hopefully taking that back because there's no downfall to confidence in my opinion yeah and when you're talking about confidence there how do you feel playing now versus when you we're in university. Like I know for myself, like there's been a lot of growth and change Mm. since my first days in university and playing. And just like, how do you feel that you play differently? But then also just in general, how does, how is it that different between playing now versus that? There's so much, right? And of course we had our our tournament, our opening tournament last weekend, and I've been watching the games back, right? Just for myself now. And it's funny because I used to be like, oh, video, we got to go watch tape, right? But now I'm just sitting at home, you know, watching on my phone, putting my kids to sleep. 
and watching video. I'm like, oh, I could have done that different. So I'm watching tape of myself. And before when I would watch tape, it would be immediately talking down to myself or, oh, why did you do that? You should have got that board or, you know, you're so to shape, you're so slow. Now it's like, okay, I could have done that here. I should have done that. Oh, I can fix that for next weekend. So it's more constructive criticism than just criticizing myself. So that's a definite change. And then mentally, I'm excited for games instead of nervous, right? I know there's a li- there's a fine line there's with really excitement and nervousness, yeah. and I always would be excited and a little bit nervous. Now I've just been excited because I know what I'm capable of, and I feel like I'm in a different position now in that when you're younger, especially for me in my early 20s, you think you know everything, right? You think, especially as a fourth or a fifth year. I thought I knew it all about basketball. You know, I thought I knew my body. I thought I knew what I could do. Now, looking back, I'm like laughing. I was saying to my partner, I was like, I don't know. I didn't know anything then. Jokingly, right? But now I'm in my, you know, I'm 33 years old. And physically, I, I feel like now I'm at my peak, right? I'm actually finally coming into my own in terms of mentally, how I feel about myself and what I'm able to do. But then also physically, my strength and what I'm physically capable of. So I guess that in the sense of having the MWBA, there's so many women who didn't ever have that chance, right? You feel like you get to your fifth year and you're like, ah, I'm starting to figure things out, right? I'm starting to feel confident. I'm starting to really get that I do what kind of effort I really do need to put in right because they tell us that every year goes by really fast five years goes by fast get in the Jano train make sure you focus on your nutrition recovery is important you got to stretch do your ice baths first year second year you're like eh you know you're just kind of whatever you go grab your McDonald's after the bar like you know whatever right which of course is fine but every single weekend then you start to realize man if I had had something a little different those weeks leading up to playoffs maybe I would have performed better but you learn right as you, you when you know better you do better so it's really awesome to be able to have the opportunity now that I know better now I actually have an opportunity to do better right to have another shot to play and show prove to myself what I am capable of physically for the sport that has given me, you know, this sounds dramatic, but almost every good thing in my life, I can in some way relate back to the fact that I played this sport. And I've been thinking about that a lot. My friends, my family, like people that I know, all the my jobs that I've gotten, things like that. At some point, it all comes back to my involvement with basketball. We talked to a friend on the weekend, actually, and she was kind of going on about how when you're like in university and playing, it's hard to understand the balance and you think like, oh, I'm balancing it so well. Right. But now as we're older, yeah. we kind of understand like stress levels and mm-hmm. how basketball isn't guess like the end all be all. And there's other things in balancing and that stress when you feel on the court, almost like the performance anxiety that you have mm-hmm. in university because you're young and you don't really understand right. that. Like you think that this shot stress. or this play is like, this is it. That is it. Right. If yeah. I don't make this shot, I'm going to go sit on the bench for the rest right. of the game. And like, that's not necessarily at all what the MWBA is about right and just kind of just getting that balance and seeing now like the players more mature yes and seeing everyone kind of just cheer for each other and almost not that you don't do that in university but just kind of be happy for your teammates a little bit more than you may have been for your teammates and for other teams yeah right like we were saying before we started recording here our whole team was watching you guys play Windsor last night right and we were just cheering and we were saying in our group chat, we were saying, this is so great for the league, these close games, right? Yeah. We're so glad, right? Because we want close games because that means, you know, everybody has pretty evenly matched teams and it's fans want to see that, right? Nobody wants to see a blowout ever, right? Fans want to watch close games. games that for the players either, right? right, exactly. Yeah. The competition every night. And yeah, it's really, it's really wild. And I've been talking about it constantly with so many people, like in my family, my friends, now here. And, uh, you know, I said, I don't know that people realized 
what this was going to be. I think like just kind of the people who weren't directly involved with it for a while. I think I think that people kind of thought it would be like a pickup league or, you know, maybe not too serious. But I think when people tune in and they're talking to players and they're watching games, I think they realize this is the real deal. And everyone who's playing is very serious about it. Right. And like you said, Haley, yes, we're all finding that balance and we have, you know, our stress, the stress that we've encountered and dealt with after university and things that we've dealt with and things we've navigated in our lives isn't as comparable to what we went through when we were younger. But it's all relative at the time. Right. Because that's what you're dealing with then. So, you know, lots of stressful moments playing AUS for sure. And lots, of course, now as a mom of three and an entrepreneur and and a player. But I appreciate the game so much more now. I'm leaving, you know, I'm running out of my house, just getting my kids down. My youngest is still nursing. I'm like in my sports bra, feeding the baby. And I'm like, okay, I gotta go, gotta go. And, you know, closing the door and the kids are like, mommy, you know, screaming as I leave. But then I get in the car and I'm like, I'm on my way to basketball practice right now with my friends. You know, I'm 33 years old. I'm like, I haven't seen any of my friends for a long time, you know, pandemic and life and kids. And so I get to go now for two hours, walk into a gym, all everything that is stressful outside in the world, everything going on right directly with me and everything else. I get to shut out just for two hours and that's my time. And it's something I didn't even realize I needed so badly. And it's been so amazing. I think that's something that, as you're explaining that, where, like, you have your kids and you're going out and leaving and what a funny thing it is to be, like, I'm going to basketball practice. That's something that, like, I never thought leaving basketball at university, like, I don't have kids or anything Mm -hmm. now, but, like, the idea that someday in the future I could be doing the exact same thing where I'm leaving my family that I love but then also going to partake in something that was such a huge part right. of my life that I loved for so long that as you well never and thought you'd that get you back. could have both yeah, yeah. and I had I had closed that chapter in my brain right I'd really closed it and in a way I didn't even realize now that I get got to open it back up but I had closed it quite rapidly in a way almost as like self-preservation to not have to think about it and like because I missed it so much and obviously I you know did some coaching and then but as soon as I had kids I took a step back from coaching because as we know coaching is is a lot of work as well and a lot of time so I really closed that door and just said you know I'm not coaching right now I'm too busy you know I'm not really going to scrim I'm not doing any of that because it was sad right and I missed it and I just didn't want to have to deal with it and then when I as soon as the talks of the MWBA started to kind of rumble I slowly started to open it up and didn't realize how much I had missed it and now that it's real and in my head I'm like hey we've got a tournament next week I'm like this is great I'm like planning my food around it my stretching my recovery like planning my days so that my body is prepared I'm like this is exciting this is an experience I never thought I would get back in my life and it was one that I didn't realize I needed so badly and it's yeah it's so great so Brandon who's the the Thunder franchise owner he all of the women on our team that have children uh he got them all shirts that say my mom plays for Halifax Thunder oh and he presented them to us at practice the other night this. I'm telling <laughs> I'm, I'm telling Mark and this it was and JT. so cute and like literally everybody was tearing up about it yes. because again just what we talked about when nobody ever knew that they could have both kind of deal yeah what does it mean for you when you're out there on the court and your family and kids are in the stands watching you like how does that make you feel I might cry now that you said that <laughs> so my oldest she's six Ugh, I'm gonna cry oh. <laughs> My oldest is six, and um, the height I am now is the height I've been since I was 12 years old, okay? 12, 13 years old, so 5'10". 
So I always grew up, everyone thought I was tall. Now that all my friends are basketball players, everyone thinks I'm short. I'm like, I'm an undersized player, right? But I grew up so very, you know, bigger, taller. And my oldest is, we're the same. We're the same body. She's six years old. She's like chowers over everybody. She's very much a mama bear. She's like a twin of me when I was that age. So she's really, she's the heaviest in the basketball. She loves it, loves it so much. And, you know, Jeremy, my partner, he would go out to scrim and stuff and you know she would be well daddy plays basketball and she would always be like well daddy plays basketball and I would you know to joke at our house I'd be like actually mommy played basketball longer and, <laughs> and it was always this joke but they'd never seen me play it so and for them you know we'll watch NBA games more so than WNBA in our house and that's a fact and she would just see men playing more often. And now, so they were so excited. And everyone said, oh, you're bringing all three kids to Fredericton? I said, yes, because it's going to be insanity. It's going to be so hectic. My mom and stepdad came with and got an adjoining room with us just because Jeremy's in a boot. He tore his Achilles playing basketball. Everyone's like, you're insane. Like, why don't you just go by yourself? I said, I, my kids can't miss this. I don't want them to miss it. And I want to also be on the bench and or on the floor and look out and see them there. And for why I bring up my oldest journey, why I bring up her, you know, size and her height is that I always was able to use sport as a way. It was a good thing, right? So I, when I was younger, you know, people would say, you're so big and why are you so tall? And, you know, as a young girl, that really affected my confidence. And as soon as I started playing basketball, it was a good thing, right? It was like, ooh, you're so big, you're so tall, right? My size was celebrated and I started to celebrate it because it was a positive thing, right? People, everybody wanted the tall girl and when you're eight years old, right? The girl could just stand there and chuck the rebounds up as many times until she made it. So for me, basketball was that outlet and started to give me that confidence. And I see that now journey. She, my six-year-old, she's started to play and she's doing clinics and things like that. And then she saw us play and we were driving home and everybody was asleep in the car except me and her. And she never sleeps. She's me. She was just talking. And she said, mommy, I'm really proud of you. You did so great. And then I'm crying, driving, and I'm like, thank you, honey, right? But for her to see that, and then our youngest, so we've got, our, we've got a six, a four, and a almost two, I guess. He's 20, 21 months, and he's obsessed with basketball. Like, he every, you know, his, he'll be eating peas, and he puts his peas in his fin- between his fingers, and he says, basketball. Like, everything <laughs> round is a basketball. So he's all excited. My middle child, she's just happy to be around. She's just excited about everything. But they get to see me doing things for myself which is so important and you know like I said I'm a health and fitness coach and one of the things I preach to all of my clients is that you know you've got to find your balance in life you can't just be oh my gosh I need to lose weight because I want to look a certain way you know it's got to be more than that and you've got to be thinking full picture here right you know what do you want your quality of life to be and what do you want for yourself and I know as a woman and as a mother for the past five plus years I have complained to myself and been sad to myself and kept so much in about missing my friends and having no identity beyond being a mom, right? I am just, you know, a mom. That's how I felt for so long. And then COVID. And now it's like, well, I'm just stuck in the house anyway. And I don't see my friends as is. And then it was like, even if it wasn't COVID, would I even see my friends? And just so much isolation. 
and being able to get out and have my kids get out and have my kids, you know, being friends with Leah Martin, previously Girdwood is on our team and she has kids the same age as my kids. And now they're so excited to see each other next weekend and talking about that, right? Just all these relationships starting and for my kids to see me doing something just for me, especially I have two girls, I want them to see that that's okay. You can be a mom, you can run a business, you can have a social life, and you can still do the things, the hobbies, the sports, whatever it is that you love after you have all of those things, right? Because that's important. Because I think so many people, women especially, especially as they become mothers, feel like you can't have it all. It's a little cliche. You can have it all, but you really can. Yes, you have to find your balance, figure out what that looks like. But I want them to see that, you know, that mommy isn't just stuck in the house or mommy isn't only a mommy. She's a mommy. She's a trainer. She's someone who takes care of her health. And she's a basketball player. And I think that's huge for them. I was just going to, I've been thinking about this ever since you mentioned about Journey, like saying that Jeremy played basketball. Yeah. Daddy played basketball, yes. whatever. That's such an important thing because kids do. They watch the, N- right. the NBA and that's all they see. They know and it's men players. playing basketball. Yeah. Yep. And like they're not exposed as much to the WNBA right. or whatever it is or other women playing sport. Mm-hmm. So I think as much as like the MWBA is in its infancy and it's just a small kind of little microcosm of a, mm-hmm. a thing right now, the fact that like there's sponsors and women are being used in a marketing position so that these little kids that are seeing these brands are seeing women being marketed and yes. seeing that these companies are choosing to market women so that hopefully kids that are just at home and not necessarily have a parent that plays in the MWBA or whatever, that they're already being exposed on TV to women in sports so that that kind of doesn't happen. Like that's kind of where we want to get to, right? Is that it's not just dad plays basketball, it's mom does too, or mom's able to do that, or women are able and are in those situations. So I just think it's awesome, just even in the little bit of the MWBA that it is that we are starting to see us as women being marketed right and something for them you know she could be thinking now because it's she'll be us and before you know it right as we know you know time is crazy it goes so fast right that gives her i'm gonna play in this league someday right she can think i'm gonna play a solid five years university i'm gonna rock it if she chooses right and then i'm gonna play in the mwba right like how cool for kids now to have that as an aspiration because i you know i always say i'm so glad i'm physically able to do this so i feel like if it had been a few years later i may not have been able to right because this would have been something if i was like first year second year i probably would have been thinking okay this is the lead up, right? I'm going to eventually, gonna, I right, eventually yeah, right? So I think it's, there's so many pieces to this that I don't even think we realize or will understand until the league continues to grow. And I think they're all positive. Yeah. yeah. Where do you see, just on that, where do you see the league, where would you hope that the league gets to? Like, are you thinking that maybe someday it could be a cross Canada thing? Yeah. Like an uber competitive kind of still maritime thing? Where do you see it? heading well to be honest I think even as early as next season we'll see some more franchises for sure I'm hoping you know of course like PEI maybe Newfoundland even I think some more within right here like within Nova Scotia oh for sure right and New Brunswick right I think the interest will just continue to grow and especially as folks start to see how highly competitive it is I think there's some people sitting back right now who are saying oh man right who think you didn't really realize like we said so I think we'll see that very soon within the next one to two years And then, you know, I think my hope and I think everybody's hope would be to grow it to a very similar style as we see now with U Sport. 
right? But, you know, elevated, right, at higher level. And then even one day, I'm hoping that there will be a semi-pro designation and that athletes will be paid, mm-hmm. right? And I think, like you said, with the sponsorships, with how amazing that's going, I think that is very should be a reality. Why would it not, right? The caliber is very high. The athletes are amazing. The organization, the board has been working so hard as volunteers, right, as volunteers. Um, and what they've been able to put together thus far is far exceeded my expectations. I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean what we've been exposed to as women in sport and what we've seen provided for us is in a very high bar, right? So this has far, you know, exceeded my expectations and I think it's only going to continue to grow. And again, the board, I'm just, I'm really putting that out there. They are volunteers and I've been working so hard and doing, have done such an amazing job. And I think too, uh, like I know Tasia had her speech last weekend yeah. tournament weekend but she just really reiterated that it, her hope and goal and the board's goal is for it to be all about the athletes yeah. and I think they've done a tremendous job thus far like yeah. making it just about the I women so playing too. yeah which is nice because like we said sometimes it doesn't feel that way and we know it female athletes don't get as much respect and it makes such a difference when you feel respected you feel taken care of in the sense of that even little things just as simple as you know having your logo and the name for your dressing room right for your locker room up on the wall at the tournament and not having to worry about I know like for us we had money for gas and for food and things like that just little things that just being taken care of that sometimes you feel like you know do they even is anyone I'm going to watch our games is you know whatever our, our folks just showing up at halftime because they want to be get for a seat the for the game. men's game yeah. right and I know that especially down in Acadia as you guys know we know that did change that had changed you know kind of 2012 that round then started to change but it it needs to be province-wide and countrywide and it just every year women's sport continues to grow and I think having this league especially is just really kind of skyrocketed that here specifically in the Maritimes for sure yeah, yeah. after a game last night there was a little bit of an autograph signing yeah, right? uh, like- and I just thought that it's so wonderful I've talked about it on the podcast before but like I didn't ever really watch a ton of women's sports growing right. up yeah. I didn't go to a ton of I didn't live in Nova Scotia for the better part of my childhood. But when I was here, I didn't go to like any AUS games or anything like that. But I can remember in maybe grade eight, I was playing for Thunder and I did a camp and Brandon brought in like we all got Windsor posters. It was like when Windsor was making their go in U Sports. They had like their legacy few years. And I just remember being like, oh, my God, these people are stars. So to like see that autograph signing thing going on last (laughs) night and thinking about how those little girls are thinking of not only maybe they go to AUS games, but now seeing like all their favorite like AUS All-Stars and stuff playing in this single league and just like having something for them to look up to and strive for. And former players, maybe people who yeah. are coaching them. I know we've got folks who, you know, they have like their minor teams coming to our yeah. games, refing. You know, Leah's yeah. a ref, so they see her as a ref, refing their like mini games, and then they get to go watch her as a player. And again, that just ties into that, you know, she has kids, she's also a ref, and she's playing, right? Like, wow, I could do all of those things. Right. Because we know representation matters. It's so important in the lives of everybody. It's you really do need to see people in roles to start to believe that you could also be in that role. So it's huge. Is there anything that we didn't touch on that you would like to chat about in the podcast? 
I'm just so happy to be here. <laughs> it sounds so late, but I was thinking about driving here and just thinking about, you know, the opportunity to continue to talk about this. Because I'm literally talking about this probably, the league probably every day mm-hmm. to somebody yeah. in some capacity, right? And, you know, even just so as much as like, oh, I've got to make sure we don't have a game. We don't have any games this weekend or this week. So as much, okay, I got to find a gym. I'm going to get in and get some shots up. And my kids are like, can we come? Like, yeah, sure. Right? Like things like that. And I know we've talked about it a lot, but I think think being able to show your families, even if you don't have kids, but your families, your friends, people around you, that you can shift gears at any time, right? Obviously, I had never thought that I'd be playing basketball at a competitive level on a team again, but that opportunity came up and I jumped at it. And I think far too often, especially for women, I know we keep saying that, but it's It's a reality, right? Especially for women, it's like, "Mm, you know, something just for me, I don't know, like, let me make sure it's okay with those around me and I've got to take care of this person and these people. And sometimes we don't jump at opportunities. And I think it's a really great example to show anybody and everybody who's watching. If your heart's telling you to do it and if you want to do it and you know that it's going to be good for you, you've got to jump at it. If it's a sport, if it's a job, if it's leaving a job or going and getting, you know, maybe going back to school or whatever it might be, moving, relocating, whatever it might be, you got to jump at it because, and I think we've all learned especially these past couple of years, life is very short and we have no idea what's around the corner. And if something feels like it's going to be good for you and it's going to bring you joy and it's going to help take some stress off of you, then you've got to do it. You've got to find a way to do it because I you know, went back and forth. Will I have time for this? Will, how will I make this work? But I know that when I'm happier, I'm a better mom. I'm a better partner. I'm a better friend. I'm just a better person. And basketball makes me happy. Right. And I mean, it's as simple as that. Basketball makes me happy. Being on a team makes me happy. It's joyish for me. Right. And it's a joy that I know, Haley, you had a post a while ago when you announced coming back for your fifth year. It's a joy that it's impossible to recreate. It is. Yeah. You cannot recreate it. Right. You can kind of. And that, you know, I went to the personal trainer route. You can't fully recreate it and you know as soon as we put on our uniforms our first uniforms and we were warming up I was like are we doing layup lines we got layup lines I was so hyped to do layup lines right it was just like we never we hadn't done this forever and uh, it's just this joy that I'm so happy to have back in my life so if you're you know that kind of is my little message if you have any if there's something an opportunity presents itself for you or you're searching for an opportunity don't be afraid to jump at it because if it's going to help augment your life, it's going to bring you more joy. If it's going to make things more positive for you, go for it. Yeah. I think that's something I didn't realize when you talk about, like how you talk about this with everybody now, (laughs) is that I didn't realize how much I did that either. Mm -hmm. And then last night at the game, when I looked up in the crowd and I saw how many people just within my own like family, friends group that were there, I was like, I like, (laughs) not that I convinced them, but like, I like, made it show I showed them how important this was to me and how important it was to women in basketball and they came and showed up and supported me and I'd never really when I like played in new sports or whatever I I had my parents that always came to my game but I didn't have outside friends or colleagues or something that were coming to those Mm -hmm. games and then to look up into the crowd and see those people there and that support and see how people from all branches outside of the basketball community are invested in the product that we're creating was it was so exciting. And I think it shocks people in a way, mm-hmm. right? And that, like you said that, they're like, wow, right? You know, this Ellen who I work with or who, you know, she's my friend, she's playing on a team and it's a big deal, right? I think people are, 
And that's an example, right? They're seeing and that you're setting that example. It's like she was done playing the sport. Then an opportunity came up and she now she's doing it right. She went out on a whim and did that. Right. Something that maybe you thought you wouldn't be doing. Right. So I think that that shows too. if it's kids, friends, coworkers, I think that sets a really positive example to just to do the things that bring you joy. And too often we we just like I said, close that chapter and never open it up again. And what an awesome thing that I was able to open it back up that we've been able to open it back up and that that this opportunity is here because this will this inaugural season will be the start to something so amazing and I think you know if podcasts are still a great thing in like 20 years I think we'll be you know do you know what I mean I think there this will be a moment that we'll be thinking about so many years from now and like look at where we are now look how far we've come and I think it's going to be amazing so I'm just excited like I said excited to be here and to be a part of all of this to see where this grows well thank you for joining us today jasmine thanks for having me this was great this was I great you had a lot of fun <laughs> i did okay, always good. <laughs> we would love to have you back anytime you want to come yeah all right i love definitely. to talk so let's do it awesome <laughs> before we hop off the podcast for today we wanted to recap the inaugural weekend that we had down in fredericton for the first tournament weekend of the mwba leaving the weekend thunder finished 2-0 we had the halifax hornets leaving 2-0 as well the Windsor Edge finished 1-1. One one. The Fredericton Freeze finished 1-1. One one. Moncton finished 0-2. And, and Port City Fog finished 0-2. Those are our standings for right now leading into the first week of midweek games. So we're excited to see what else happens and where else everybody finishes. Can't wait. Thanks again for joining us, Jasmine. This has been an awesome third episode of the MWBA podcast. I hope you had a great time. I did. Thank you so much for having me. I would love to be back anytime you guys will have me. Next time on the podcast, we have Tasia McKenna, commissioner of the MWBA, and we're super excited to have her on and chat with her for our final podcast. So if you'd like to support the MWBA further, you could visit their website at themwba.ca. This call to action also is for anyone that wants to play. Yeah. If you're interested absolutely. in playing, absolutely reach out to one of the franchises. But also coaching or being oh, yeah. a part of the league in any way, shape, or form, then we'd love to have you as part of the team. To learn more about the MWBA, check out themwba.ca, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This has been a Podstarter production. production.